Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Jessica Hazeman podcast. Today, I'm sitting down with my husband, Alexander, and we I put up a question box on Instagram and said, ask us anything in preparation for this podcast. And you guys did not disappoint. We got so many questions all across the board. So we're going to break this up into a few different episodes. And today's focus is going to be a little bit more about us, our history, how we met, all that good stuff. And then in future episodes, we'll dive into ADHD and getting your husband on board and stress management, as well as all things baby. So you'll have to wait for those, but hopefully you stick around and learn a little bit about us um, and meet the Hazemans. <laughs> hey, I'm included in that too. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, okay, so the, for the first question is, how did we meet? And I'd like you to take on your version of this first. All right. Well, I was warned that I had to keep it short. So uh, there was a gentleman from rugby. Uh, he was looking for a place to live. So I invited him to live with me at my mother's house. Um, <laughs> and he, in turn, invited me to a party where Jessica and some other females were. Uh, I invited. So this was, I want to interrupt because this was like when I was 17 or 18. You had graduated. Okay. So I was 18 Yeah, and I'm now 27. So this is about nine years ago. The first time we met. Wow. Um, so let's just say I was more of a numbers guy back then. It was quantity over, over quality. So I, I invited Jessica and one of her good friends, to my grandmother's house. Uh, now she knows what a good pole that is, but back then she did not think so as much. I was really weirded out. <laughs> I was like, this guy that I just met wants me to meet his grandmother. I didn't have grandparents no, I was I was house-sitting. There was no grandparents. It was just a big house. Well, that's even, like, I didn't even get that. So communication no, no, didn't once, start off. See, well. our communication vastly improved. Um, so ends up Jessica doesn't come over. The other girl does. And I start dated the other girl for about three and a half years, three and a half years. That's a long time on, on and off like twice. So I think now that we're talking about this, I actually like it's, (laughs) it's stirring up things that like, I feel like we've talked about this on a podcast before where we mentioned that I felt bad for you the whole three and a half years because she was quite controlling. And this is the exact reaction you had on the <laughs> podcast episode was like, I don't want to talk badly about anybody. But she was. She, it was a... It, it was under... So she just had a child and didn't just have a child. It was th- the child was three or four. Uh, home life definitely left something to be desired. So she wanted to keep tabs on things that she could. And uh, I tried to provide that for her for i think things worked out for a while um and from my perspective we we had drifted apart like we were not friends we were acquaintances yes. throughout that but never got to be like really good friends because of the relationship you were in correct and then uh i started doing construction that put a strain on the lady and i's relationship uh because i was no longer able to kind of be there for everything and how it worked is whenever she was free i would i would open up my time for her and then i usually don't work regular jobs so i usually have free time to do other things (laughs) but with construction i had very minimal time so i started taking more for myself 
and whatever happened there uh, just didn't work out. And then you texted me. Not like minutes <laughs> after, not like weeks it was, after. It was months. Like you had been correct separated for a very long time. Yeah. But um, yeah, so he texted me and was I felt bad. Like I was like, <laughs> this guy was in a, like in high school, I was in a controlling relationship and I'm using the word controlling just because that's what the my relationship was. I don't know how yours was. But were you the controller? No. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I guess we were just like obsessed with each other. We were 15 and by the time we broke up, I had no friends and no social life and yeah. felt like I didn't know where to go. So that's what I imagined you were feeling like three and a half years I later. Had, I had Jack. I didn't know that. I feel bad for you. <laughs> you don't need to yell him right next to you. So he he texted me and I felt genuinely was like this guy just broke up, got out of a controlling relationship. He probably needs some friends right now. And that is when we started hanging out. When I was working in Muscatine, Iowa... It was six tens, so I was working Monday to Saturday. Hopefully, we would get off around four thirty, something like that. As soon as I got in the car, took off my boots. I would usually give Jessica a call uh, to see if she had anything going on, like if there was a party or if, pe- if friends were just doing something. If not, I'd be like, "Hey, Jack, what do we got going on? And can I invite Jessica?" And we repeated that process on Saturdays for about three, four months, about the whole summer. And then Sundays were a little bit more chill. Uh, and you would just come over. Maybe there'd be a bonfire. Maybe um, we'd watch some Netflix and stuff. And at this point, like, we're, like there's no flirting on your end. Obviously, there was flirting <laughs> on my end. Surprise. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, I definitely was just looking at you as like a really good friend. And yeah. like you said, you mentioned Jack, but um, we really didn't talk about who he is. Jack and Corey, who we were living, you were living with. Mm-hmm. Shout um, out to Jack. They were also becoming really good friends. So yeah. I would come over every weekend and hang out with you guys. And that was just so enjoyable to do. Mm-hmm. And we went canoeing. We went to the Sycamore Speedway. We did a, a, a bunch of fun stuff. Now, when I say fun stuff, the canoeing, not super fun. Like, there wasn't a lot of water in, in the river. <laughs> you and Jack had a wonderful time, and I just was sitting in the boat pouting, but that was neither here nor there. I uh, remember it. And then, like, somewhere You guys along... were so excited to go. I don't know why. Who doesn't want to go canoeing? Me. Me. I told you. Me. Then somewhere along the line that summer, I decided... I don't know what it was, but I remember I was wearing a blue shirt. You were wearing a blue shirt, actually. And I looked, I was sitting on the couch next to you. We were watching like Netflix or something with Jack and Corey. And I looked up and I was like, oh my God, I think I like this guy. And I didn't say anything to you for that, like while that was happening. But then you left shortly after and went to Scotland. Yeah. So family vacations, luxurious family vacations. Hey, you know what? Someone's got to do it, and I'm glad to do my part. All right, Jessica. <laughs> uh, if actually, if you would have been dating me earlier, you could have come with. Just saying. But I have to also <laughs> like for the people listening understand that Alexander was a player. I, I know you kind of mentioned that earlier on. I wouldn't say a player, but you just because you never like. I don't know. You just had a lot of females in your life to so, the point where when I was FaceTiming you in Scotland, your younger <laughs> sister asks, which one are you? 
not not a not a great moment. <laughs> but you know what? Things turned out. So I would say I was a serial dater, and when I was dating someone, um, like I, I I was dating that person. But when I was not dating somebody, I was just like I said, I usually didn't work normal jobs. And if I was doing construction, if I was laid off for a couple of like weeks or months, like I was working out and just like trying to hang out with girls uh, or play sports and rugby, whatever it is. So there was not a lot on my plate at that time. So I think dating apps just started coming out. Those became very successful. Um, but we don't need to keep talking on this topic. Been, been around for a while. Well, <laughs> anyways, I think it's important to know that you were because that was my hesitation to even move forward because yeah. I was like, what's the point of telling him like, oh, you know, I am kind of interested in you because he sucked. Like I was like, he's with all these other girls or like he's, you know, on Tinder and he's on these other apps. He's trying to be with other people. So I didn't say anything for a while. And I remember... Um, what, how, how did it happen? We were at the lake house and that's when I like got a little, I drank a little bit. My, my, uh, fear of telling you how I felt went away and I kissed you. Yeah. Uh, you, we, it was funny enough. Like whenever we'd go to the lake house, we would sleep next to each other on the same bed or we, we I guess we'll call it a bed. Yeah, um, we slept in a trailer <laughs> and we shared a bed. Um, but for multiple times, like I like you had expressly said, like stop, like hitting on me, like nothing's <laughs> gonna happen. So like we would just like sit or like sleep in the trailer, like nothing ever happened. And then this one time, like you, we made out, and it was wonderful. And we're laying there. <laughs> Like maybe an hour after we had kissed, and I hear Jack go, "Did you just? <laughs> what did you say?" No, I said, "Jack, we we made out <laughs> across the trailer because Jack's sleeping on the other side of the trailer <laughs> with his wife." Oh man, that's funny. But yeah, so I finally gave in, and obviously, now you knew I had had some feelings for you. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until you had. Um, you were supposed to go to a wedding with another female. female. I, <laughs> she asked me in Scotland if I could go to a wedding with her. And I said, yes. And then I had to call her or FaceTime her and say, sorry, I had promised that I was going to go to a party with you, actually. Mm-hmm. And like at that time, she knew who you were. And like I was more so like I was actually going on dates with her. And you, like, we were just hanging out. You had not told me that you liked me. I, like, I would already, I always had that hope that someone right, would work out. Right, you can't around forever. <laughs> I get it. I get it. When when you say no to somebody for four years, they don't just, don't date. Um, But I still put the 50-year anniversary to hang out with you ahead of going to a wedding with her. So, I'm like, hey, like, I'll go ahead and set up beforehand. Um, and And to this point... All we had done is made out. We didn't talk about it, like nothing. Um, and I think it was the next day. It was the next it day. It was the next day. It, that's why, I mean, like there wasn't, a <laughs> mo- it's not like weeks had gone by and we didn't say anything. Right. Like it was the next day you were supposed to leave. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Jack and was like, you know, like, because he knew yeah. <laughs> thanks to you in the middle of the night. And we were just talking and I had like expressed my, concern of like just the fact that you're like still dating around and like you're seeing other people and it's obvious that like you 
aren't hiding that from anybody. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he was like, if you told him how you felt, he would drop everybody to be with you. And I was like, like okay. So I called you and yeah. told you how I felt. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, I know you don't like this story, but it was a text <laughs> along the lines <laughs> of, I don't feel well. And one of my prouder moments was saying like bad. I, bur- no, I said, I don't feel good about oh, this. And I said like bad burrito don't feel well or feel good. So needless to say, I was pretty happy about that. I knew exactly what you were saying, but I still. (laughs) The dad jokes start early. (laughs) Yeah. So that's how, I mean, the whole, the whole story of how we started dating, I guess. Like it was Mm -hmm. literally years of just me saying no and us being friends um, I think the friendship was like the the most amazing part, though, because I think through the years of you dating and through the years of me dating other people, we grew up a lot. You went from a long haired fat guy. <laughs> I was I was one. I was a fat skinny. I was one seventy. I was one seventy seven, but it didn't look like I was in shape or out of shape. Like it was not a good look. Well, and the long hair and the no job. Like well, you had I jobs had too, but they were jobs. weird jobs. <laughs> you just didn't have the... what society would say is a s- solid job. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you also, I think you matured a lot, and I think that I matured a lot. I think that when I had met you, I was all for, you know, I want my 6'3", tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> I'm like an inch and a quarter away from... <laughs> yeah, but I found... I, I Well, now that you cut your hair, I find you incredibly attractive. But <laughs> I think that there's more important things in a relationship. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I didn't, I didn't know that. And yeah. I definitely... I mean, I went from extreme of dating someone who I wasn't physically attracted to at all, and that was brutal. So, well, you were fifteen, and you just <laughs> wanted to be—you uh, didn't want to be shallow. No, it was actually when I, it was one of my like mo- previous boyfriends before you. Really, I'm not going to name names because oh, well, that's I'm not brutal. That. <laughs> but what? Oh, was he the well-off gentleman in Chicago? Yes. Okay. <laughs> hey, I mean, do what you got to do, and I, I would say for me, uh, I had pretty much. Uh, given up on dating at that time because my, we'll say, dating personality was trying to figure out who the best person for my partner I could be instead of yeah. in, instead of actually being myself and trying to hide things and so on and so forth. Um, and you knowing my dating history and knowing everything about me since we were friends, like I didn't have to hide anything. Uh, I could be honest with you and just like, hey, I don't want to do that. Or, hey, I do want to do that. Or, hey, I don't really care about a lot of the things <laughs> that like you're worried about. Like, yeah. we, whatever it is you want to do, that's fine. Just as long as, you know, I don't have to be super excited about it. I can be excited about it for you. Yeah. Um. So I like how you say that. Like you yeah. spent a lot of time trying to be the person that would make that woman happy. Correct. And then you, I'm I'm. You don't have to do that with me. Yeah. I still like to make you happy, but that's just... <laughs> but that's because you're yourself. Correct. You're who you who you want to be, and that makes me happy Mo- most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... We're going to need that. Okay. We're going to need a timestamp on that. What's today's date? Just uh, October 14th, so I can come back to it. I just... I want to have that stored. <laughs> most of the time. 
Um, yeah. And then after we started dating... Um, was it like three hours afterwards you moved in? <laughs> three months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his roommate, Jack, was like, well, I, you're so here what, all the time anyways. When, when we say roommate, in. Jack actually owned the house. He has a great had a great thing. He also does construction, and he bought the house right away and just was moving people in. Um, and it worked out fantastic. Like, I... I wasn't thinking that Jessica should move in. Jack was. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was there all the time. Correct. And Jack was like, why don't you just move in? And I was like, that's a great idea. Maybe my <laughs> boyfriend will ask me. But I was also, what, I think when I moved in 23 mm-hmm. and ready to get out of my parents' house because I had not moved out of my parents' yeah. house yet. Well, so I didn't go away to college or anything. Yeah. So I was like, it's someone's like- offering a house. Let's go. <laughs> It's also, you went to school in uh, Chicago, so you did have some time away and some freedom, but that it, it was freedom, and then I had to come back home, and your parents were asleep by 7 o'clock. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think you were definitely happy to move out on that end. Um, and then moving pretty quickly along, uh, I asked you about your loans. <laughs> we I know we've had this discussion, but sure our dating trying to figure things out um i think that goes back was to, pretty short right i think that goes back to just us being such good friends because what that whole time we're like i didn't like you or whatever what do you mean by didn't like me well when we were just friends <laughs> and we weren't romantically involved at all we were honest we were really good friends we talked about you know the girls that you were with and the guys that i was with i broke up with my boyfriend and called you sobbing <laughs> I recall. (laughs) So like we were very honest about those things. So when money came up and when, you know, talking about sex and intimacy came up, all of those things were a lot easier for us because we were good friends for so long. I guess, I mean, it was like a couple of years, but we had known each other for four years. We'd been good friends for a couple of years. There wasn't a lot of questions or awkwardness. Yeah. So they worked out really well. But I feel like this is a good place to stop. Then we'll talk about the whole proposal, marriage, debt, income, all of that good stuff in the next episode. And if you have any questions about any of the stories, we can definitely elaborate on them and or Jessica can elaborate on them. So yeah, uh, I will talk to you guys soon. This is fun. Thanks for being here.